Hey. Hello. I'm Brianna. And I'm Lindsay. And this that's weird because I think you always say every single time I've yeah, it, yeah, let's redo that. Um no, we should change it up. Okay. You take the lead. Take the okay. reins. Hey, I'm Brianna. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Gone, Gone with the, the Windies. So today we are going to be doing a brief little, I guess, recap of our lives and just like kind of what's been going on the past month or so, I guess two, two months, two months, three months, almost three months. And then we're going to talk about our 2022 books that we read Yes. and kind of go through our like Goodreads challenge thing, my year in books, whatever it is. And just like talk about that because I like talking about books and I think it'd be fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's why I'm here. Yeah. Because you think it will be fun? I think it'll be so fun. Oh, good. I'm excited. Lindsay and I were talking today about how I'm never in the mood to do a podcast. And so I'm trying to change my mindset, uh, change my attitude, and just show up and get it done. Well, here's the thing. What's the thing? The thing is, <laughs> I don't... Every time that I've been like, let's podcast, and you've been like, oh, I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But then if I like annoy you enough about it, we end up doing it. You're just like in a bad mood the whole time because you decided in your brain that you didn't want to do it. Right. That's why I'm saying I'm trying to change my mind. I know. And it, it is a process. Yeah. We've, we've seen the speed bumps but it's I've just, hit today. It's just hard because like we have the podcast and like I and busy with mm-hmm. work and life and whatever. We definitely both have time yeah. to record one episode a week and edit Certainly. one episode a week, but I just don't want to like force Brianna to do something she doesn't want to do, and it always is just dependent on her mood. So, it's just hard to like cuz I don't want to force you to do it, but then it's also like I want it to be done. Yeah. But if I if I know you don't want to do it, I don't want to force you to do it. And I also know it's not going to be as good mm-hmm. if we're just kind of like making ourselves do it so anyway that being said maybe we'll do it more often this year yeah try to stay a little bit more consistent people have said they want us to bring back the podcast so here we are we're bringing it back doing Mm -hmm. our darndest yeah so Brianna tell me about your last couple months it's been a good few months I guess I have been reading a lot sort of um no it actually it hasn't been like the best last few months of my life i won't lie about that i'll be transparent okay not fair. too transparent but translucent <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll go translucent if i had <laughs> trying to think of a good summary of the last few months i have been i think this past month has been really good let's just talk about that okay <laughs> January 2023. Yeah. Uh, Lindsay and I have been doing yoga every day. We've been doing the Yoga with Adrian 30-day challenge. Yeah. It's been really lovely. We do it as soon as she gets home from work, for the most part. Um, I mean, we haven't missed a day, so I'm really proud of us. That's been good. I've been trying to get out for a walk every day if I can, or run. I've been trying to run again, but this this task is a tall one for me, and that... (laughs) I say that because I, I think my asthma is really bad, actually, um, and not running regularly for the past few months uh, has only made it worse. So the last run that I went on, I genuinely was like, is this an asthma attack? I'm not sure. 
it could be. I don't know. It's probably not if I have to ask that, right? And I, like, didn't have to go to the hospital. But I didn't feel good. So just trying to listen to my body, take it slow. But also I want to get back to a place of being able to go on a three-mile run and not, like, feel like I'm going to lose my breath. So, yeah, that's kind of how... The month has been nice yeah <laughs> i've been reading a lot this month i've already read five books somehow but like a lot of them i was <laughs> i was reading in 2022 but then i finished them in 2023 so they technically count yeah. on goodreads as 2023 books um <laughs> i'm explaining everything really poorly i'm i feel rusty and i feel dusty and crusty any other rhyming words that we could use to describe how i'm doing no rusty that's not a word <laughs> that's certainly not a word i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna hand the baton to you Lindsay. how does that sound does that sound okay uh, i'm literally cackling yeah um, you literally are <laughs> no i just consider love- the baton handed to you okay now yeah because you just talked <laughs> Okay, no, I'm literally obsessed with this. I feel like I used to always be, like, guiding the conversations in podcasting, and Brenna would just sit there and stare at me, and she would never, like, interrupt what I was saying or, like, jump in to, like, add her thoughts, so I felt like I was always just, like, continuously talking to make sure we could keep going, Right. and so now it's finally happening to you, and I'm so excited about it. I can just Yeah, I'm finally here. sounding like a mess. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. My hip just popped. Yeah, no, I think we definitely will have to get back into it. And that's why I think it will be helpful to, like, record every week because mm-hmm. I do think we will get more used to it. Sure. And, like, this feels kind of weird because it's been so long. I know. And, yeah. Oof. So we'll, we'll turn around. We'll make it happen. Um, <clears throat> so me. So <laughs> in December, we'll just talk about December because, like, nothing really happened in November. Sure. Um... So I had my three-week break from school, which was nice. And then I actually went to England and Scotland and Ireland for nine days with my cousin Erica. And so that was really fun. We can do a separate episode with, like, travel recap, I guess, because... It'll just be you. Oh, wait, that's not true. We both went to Florida. Right. And we could... What if we did... Oh, my gosh. Like a 2022 travel wrap? Yes. No, that would be so much fun. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Okay, fine. Fine. You've convinced me. We're just dwelling on the past a lot. Is yeah. It? Yeah. And then maybe eventually we'll talk about the future. But I feel like January and February is such a good time to just like Reminisce, talk about that. Yeah. Reflect. And I also feel like it gives us good content, you know? True. And then we can kind of update everybody from the past year and then moving forward, maybe in the springtime. Spring feels like more of a fresh start, you know? Mm-hmm. Like winter, I feel start. like it's a very good <laughs> like time to reflect and like think about whatever past and stuff. Yeah. But then spring, it's like starting fresh. So we'll start fresh in the spring and look forward. For now, we're looking backwards. Okay. So I traveled and that was really fun. And then we went to Florida to see our grandma and some family right after Christmas. And that was really fun. And I guess that's really all I have to say. About December. Yeah. Regarding December. And then January started, and we did start doing yoga every day, so that was really fun. It's been nice to have it at a very consistent time. It helps us stay on top of it. Um, School has also been going well. It's pretty good. Um, I don't really have that much to update on. I feel like I haven't had lots of, like, big life 
epiphanies recently so I like don't really have that much to talk about right now yeah um I haven't really been journaling that much this year like I have here and there more than I did in December but I haven't been super consistent with it Mm -hmm. um so I kind of want to get back on that because I feel like that helps me like process stuff yeah and just honestly helps me like think about more stuff that I like otherwise wouldn't think about you know yeah um but yeah I don't really know. I don't think I had anything else to add to that. It's been good, though. It's been a good, like, beginning of the year. Yeah. I feel like I didn't really make resolutions for this year um, or even, like, goals or anything because I kind of just want to, like, see what happens. Yeah. So I feel like last year I made a few goals kind of slash more just, like, things I wanted to do but not, like, super specific goals. Mm -hmm. So I can talk about that in another episode, but... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I do want to continue with yoga. I feel like it'll be really good to do it every day. I just feel better, like, mentally and also physically. Like, I just... My body feels a lot stronger. Yeah. Even if it's just 20 minutes a day. No, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. The consistency. Yeah. So, like, I feel better in my body when we do that. So... Yeah. Maybe we can keep doing that, but... Totally. Yeah. Anyway, that's January, I guess. I also do feel a bit scatterbrained right now, but once we start talking about books, hopefully it will be a little bit more yeah. streamlined. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I um, agree. One thing I feel like we've been doing really well is like, we've kind of been on our meal prep grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, not fully, but like... No, but I feel I like think it's we've the been... perfect happy medium yeah. between like going crazy and like not doing anything. Yes, definitely. And we've made this new tortellini soup that we love. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I say that because most random update. Yeah, well, one of my ideas that I had or intentions for this year was to try to make a new recipe every week. Oh. I've kind of transitioned that, like, not just, like just one new thing a week. Yeah, I haven't really done that. No, because I didn't know that was one of your goals. Well, oh wait, just kidding. I just looked. It's just a month. Every month, I want to make one new recipe. Okay. It says make a new soup or recipe every month. So you've got two days to make one. We did the tortellini soup in January, so that, that counts. Was December. Was it? Yeah, it was the day I got back from Ireland. What? Are you sure? Yeah, I cooked it for you at mom's house. That oh, was the first time I made it. Right. Oops. The first time you made it was January. That's true. Well, also though, we made like a, a new recipe for a red lentil thing. I, I did this month. Oh, yeah. I don't really remember what it was. It, it was fine. It wasn't that great. It wasn't as good as the tortellini soup. Oh, we made those tacos. That oh, counts. yes, we did. Yeah, we, we made, made these, like, like, black bean, chipotle pepper yeah. tacos and then f- baked them mm-hmm. in corn tortillas. They were not bad. They were fine. They were fine. They They were good, except they crumbled and they were a little bit too spicy for me to the point where, like... I was fine eating them, but I was just kind of like, I wish these were a little bit less spicy. And we did, we made a lot and we froze the leftovers and I got an air fryer for Christmas. That's a little update too that I forgot to mention. We've been air frying a lot of things. It's It's been been lovely. Um, But our intention was to freeze them so that we could air fry them. And I have actually done that for lunches like a few times and it's been pretty good, but it really needs a sauce Mm -hmm. and we're, we're running pretty low on like pre-made sauces and Mm -hmm. also ingredients to make a homemade sauce that would go with that so i've been refraining from air frying them 
Right. Trying really hard not to use filler words, and that's why I'm pausing so much. <laughs> Don't know if that's noticeable or not. <laughs> Anyways, moving right along. I think that's a good summary of the past few months for us. It's been a good time to reset, think about... Well, I don't. I guess you haven't really been thinking about what you want for the new year because you just want to let it happen. I respect that a lot because I think I often get too zealous with my goals and I like make so many and then I look at it and I'm like, oh, that's a lot, and then I just forget about it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've actually been pretty intentional about the few goals that I did set for this year, so mm-hmm. I feel good about it. Yeah, we've talked in a past episode about our relationship with goal setting. Mm-hmm. So if we want to talk about 2023 goals and reflecting on 2022 goals and just goals in general, I feel like I've probably learned more about myself since we've recorded that episode. Yeah. So it might be fun to just look at old episodes that we've done and just like make a new one them. of yeah. that topic and yeah. just talk about where we're at now because yeah for sure you know people change we were listening to our spotify wrapped playlist playlist no podcast from last year because we were planning on doing that one um unfortunately we had a bump in the road but it's okay we're recovering from that um anyways what was the point of me saying that there was a point <laughs> the <laughs> point we were was listening <laughs> we, we were listening to that podcast that we recorded last year and both of us were like, oh, this is going to be so funny to listen to it a year. I feel like we're going to just talk about how annoying we are. And that was, yes, every time I listen to our old podcasts, I am just dumbfounded by how annoying I sound to myself. And I know that hopefully that's not how everyone feels, but also there's a chance it could be. So I apologize for that. But No, don't apologize. Shut up. No, just I take it back. If anyone doesn't like to listen to the podcast then they're not listening to this right now yes so anyone you're apologizing to is not listening to you apologize that's true okay anyways i was just saying that to say i hate listening to myself yeah a year after recording something and i'm like oh who is that person that's weird yeah yeah okay let's can we move forward to books let's go ahead we i feel like we both are like because we haven't podcasted in a while, there's like a lot we could say. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like we've both kind of been like very sporadically talking about stuff. So let's move to our topic for the week. For sure. And then we'll talk about all the other stuff yeah. another time. But it's it's been fun. It's been wonderful. <laughs> I'm excited to listen back to this. Ooh. Listen back to this? Uh, yeah. Well, you probably won't have to because I'll probably be the one to edit it. Yeah, well, if you do it. We listen. still have an episode on standby that we recorded with Brand's friend. We do. Well, both of our friends. Um, and <laughs> she's my friend first. Yeah, and we, well, we. Brianna hasn't edited it. I have and she not said she would. It. I should have done it though because at this point I've definitely had time. But but I definitely will have time this week, and right. I will do that because it's on my brain. You said that two weeks ago. I know. <laughs> I know what I said. Okay. Shake We're on shaking it. on it for our audio listeners, acting like <laughs> as opposed to our video watchers. Yes. <laughs> If you're looking into our apartment right now, you just saw us shake hands. If you're not looking into our apartment right now, you did not see us shake hands. Okay, we gotta go. We gotta. We get, gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> we gotta get moving. Anyway, Lindsay, I want you to go first. Yeah. Tell me about well, your gonna, year in books, 2022. Right. We're gonna. I'm gonna decide what we're doing, and mm-hmm. you're just gonna go after me. Does that cool. sound good? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So we both use Goodreads to track the books that we read, and they give us a year in books. So you set a goal at the beginning of the year, and then. They tell you if you met that goal. They tell you if you're on target to meet it or whatever throughout the year. Then they give you your year in books. 
It does not have that much information. It has like a couple statistics, which we'll talk about. But then I figured after we talk about those, we can kind of just like discuss the books of the year that we read that we liked a lot or like things that we noticed about our reading this year or whatever. First, I want to talk about our reading styles. (laughs) So I'm going to explain how I read books and then you can explain how you read books. Sure. So I read books in that I either inhale them or it takes me so freaking long to read it and I have to like force myself to keep reading. So I'll either literally read a book in a day, like in one sitting, maybe two sittings, or it will sit on my nightstand for weeks and weeks and I like am so bad about reading it and I don't like to read more than one book at a time. So if I have a book that I don't like, but I'm like reading it still, I just won't start another book and I'll be like, oh, I have to finish reading that book first. But then if I don't do that and I read another book, then I'm never going to finish the other book that I haven't finished. And it's like, realistically, none of these books are more than 400 pages. Right. So it's like, if I just sat down, even if it's a book I don't like, I could finish it within a couple hours, probably. Or like, read for 30 minutes a day and within the week, I'd be done with it. And that's even like, probably wouldn't even take me that long. But it's like a mental thing. Mm -hmm. And I think because of the way that I read, I feel like I have to read books fast. Mm -hmm. Like in my brain, I've like taught myself like, oh, when I read, I read the whole book. So it's like, if it's a book I don't really like that much, or I'm just like not super invested in it, or honestly, if it's like a super well-written book that like takes me a little bit more time to read because I have to think more about it, (laughs) I just don't read it because I'm like, oh, if I pick up that book, I have to finish it right now. And that's not even, like, I don't even say those exact words in my head, but I think that's kind of the thought process I go through without even realizing it. And so that's one of the reasons why I literally will read, like, a book a day, or I read a book and then I don't read for, like, three weeks, or I start a book and read 100 pages and then stop and don't read for, like, weeks. So that being said, um, this year so far I've read one book, but last year, in 2022, I read 59 books. And my goal originally was 20, I think, but then I read 13 books in January and I was like, oh my goodness. okay, I'll probably reach that goal. So I made it 50 because I was like, that feels more like realistic and more of like a goal that I could definitely meet. So it wasn't like I'd be struggling to get there, but it also wasn't like I'd hit it in February and be like, well, this is stupid. Like I already hit my goal. So I made it 50 and then I ended up reading 59 books and 21,107 pages. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What about you? Um... Do you Sorry, want me to share my that was a lot. Do you want me to share my stats you or share, my how I read? Share how you read, then share your stats. Okay. I mainly read on my Kindle and I just put books on hold and when they come off hold for me, I borrow them and then hopefully finish them. I typically am reading multiple books at once, normally just like one fiction and one Christian book. Um Sometimes not. Sometimes like a poem. I don't know. It. I like to read different genres at the same time. Oh, and I learned this fun hack that if you have Libby and you use a Kindle, if a book technically gets returned to the library, if you put your Kindle on airplane mode, it will not return it. Well, it will return it to the library, but you'll still have access to it if it's downloaded to your Kindle. So there have been a few books where it's been like getting kind of hairy close to the due date and I just put it on airplane mode and then I have more time to finish it. So that's a great hack for me. My year in books, 2022, I read 30 books. And that's a little bit of a stretch. I'll explain. And I read 8,546 pages. So yeah. Solid. Yeah. I say that 30 books is a stretch because 
the last book that I read was technically a short story, but I logged the whole collection of short stories because I was not able to just log the, the short story. Mm. So I feel like I kind of lied, but I also feel okay about it. And I, mean, I do it's one book. I feel like it's right. not that deep. And I do plan on reading that collection. I bought it on my Kindle. So I want to like honor that right. log eventually. Right. <laughs> gosh yep you just time traveled basically basically yeah 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 you know what's funny the other day i saw someone that i follow on goodreads track a book from 2021 oh my God. she was like i read this in 2021 i was like okay slay but also why are you like logging this now fascinating anyways Lindsay, what what were your shortest and longest books yeah the stats they chose choose to show us are so interesting to me Mm -hmm. uh the shortest book i read was the four agreements which was 168 pages Mm -hmm. and that is like a well this is a toltec wisdom book it is like it's just like four things that you should follow basically Mm -hmm. um one of them is like be impeccable with your word and like don't take things too seriously or like it's like things like that but there's four of them and so it just like kind of expanded on that it was interesting i have them like taped to my above my desk in my room hmm. i don't really ever look at them anymore <laughs> but it was an interesting read it was just like a nonfiction book mm-hmm. but that was my shortest book my longest book was things we never got over by lucy's score and it was 572 pages hmm. and that was a romance it was very long for a romance but it was because there was like a lot of other stuff going on in the story hmm. so it was like the romance was like the main thing but there mm-hmm. was like a lot of other like subplots happening that gotcha. you were following so that's why it was so long it didn't need to be that long probably but <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah, it was very good. Mm. That's when I read on the plane to England. And then when I was there, I ended up finishing it. Gotcha. Yeah. My average book length was 357 pages. Hmm. Good length. Yeah. What about you? My shortest book was The Haunting of Hill House, 158 pages. My longest book was the collection I didn't read. No! So that's unfortunate. Uh, I wouldn't even know what the actual longest book that i read was most of my ages was it that was 512 i'm guessing the longest i don't know well you read on your kindle so you like don't know probably because it doesn't tell you most of my books are between like a i know by the hours that it takes to read most of them are between like four and ten hours to read so I, i don't know how that relates to pages well, I guess your average would tell you more. My average book length is 284. Okay. So definitely not 512. <laughs> um, what about your most shelved? I don't care. My mo- <laughs> okay. Actually, this is probably controversial. My most shelved was The Alchemist. Mm. I It was fine. Yeah. It was like one of those books I had to just like force myself to read. I was like, this seems cool. It's like a it's very like so many people's widely favorite known book, book, I feel like. Yeah. It's like a parable I think Mm. I'm either just, like, dense and I, like, didn't get it, or it was, like, lessons that I was, like... (laughs) That's really a word I would use to describe you. You're so dense. (laughs) It's just, like, this guy... just didn't speak to you. That's fine. Yeah. It was, like, the things that the guy was learning. I was, like, yeah, no, duh. Like... (laughs) He was like, oh, I think the problem is you're your just heart. too wise. No, it's That's not even problem. that. It's, it's, I don't know. Maybe it was eye-opening for some people. Maybe it was interesting for some people. I did not find it to be either of those things. So three stars. It was like very mid. Valid. It was fine. Valid. What about you? Um, my most shelved book was also the first book I read in 2022. 
why did I say it like that? I don't know. <laughs> um, it was a recommendation from Lindsay, a Colleen Hoover, It Ends With Us, which is yeah. now being turned into a movie, which will be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good. I don't particularly want to read any other Colleen Hoover's books, but I would read one recommended to me by Lindsay because I know that she knows what I would enjoy mm-hmm. in a Colleen Hoover book mm-hmm. or in any book, really. That is like a very quintessential coho book because coho. it is like so, so popular and it's so easy to read, mm-hmm. but it's also like intense and it talks about like some real shit, but it's also like cringy and stupid because of some of the stuff that happens in it. Yeah. So it's like a very weird like mix. It has like all aspects of her writing. But I read it the way that you read books yeah. or the way that you prefer to read books. And I read it in one sitting, which I've never done before. That's not how I read. Yeah. I didn't mention that in how I read, but... It takes me, like, at least a week to finish a book. I don't yeah. finish it in one sitting. Yeah. I feel like you're good at, like, just reading a little bit at a time. I've been trying to get better at that because I feel like, especially since they're library books, I, like, want to finish yeah. them. And I don't necessarily want to read. I don't know. I just get tired of reading so much in one sitting. Yeah. I can't do it. That I can only do it with books that are, like... Easy to read, first of all, like not fancy written or use super intense vocabulary or like even books that are like well written. I don't mm-hmm. like to read them all at once because it's like if I enjoy reading it and like appreciating it almost more like art mm-hmm. than like just a story. I feel like it's very comparable. to like watching like trash TV yeah, and like stupid Netflix shows that you like you want to know what happens and you know it's not like super well done Mm -hmm. but it's like it's really easy to just like binge it and be like okay that's that and like I enjoyed that yeah but it wasn't like the best that's exactly how I feel about books I'm like I am so down for like reading a bad book that's like not great but if I enjoy reading it and I can read it quick like Mm -hmm. cool and it's but it's hard to read books that are like super not like academic that's like not a good word but like you know like yeah literature it's like hard to read that in one sitting because it's just like I don't know. I feel like your brain has to process so much more. Totally. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, (laughs) my least shelved was The Newcomer by Mary Kay Andrews and 257 other people shelved it, which I was surprised about because I mean, maybe it's because it's a newer one, but Mm. that's like a thriller. And I feel like I've seen that author before. Mm. So it's not like like the most random book ever, but I don't know. I guess all the other books I read were just more popular than that. Yeah. Which I guess makes sense now that I think about it because I only buy books that I see on TikTok or like people like influencers talking about on YouTube and stuff. True. Um, my least shelved book of the year was called Original Blessing and it was shelved by zero other people. So that's awesome. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't mean nobody else read it. Just oh my means God. your average rating is the same Why as Why are you peeking? Sorry. Lindsay just peeked at my phone screen. Eep. And she saw my next stat. Yeah. Next up is the average rating for 2022, which is 4.2. 4.2. Ah, we both were very generous. Really high, yes. Yeah. I've never given a book a two or a one mm-hmm. because I feel like a book that I would give a two or a one is one that I didn't finish. Yeah. And I don't feel like I can justify rating a book that I haven't read the whole thing. Yeah. Books that I don't like, I give a three stars. Mm-hmm. Books that I enjoyed, I give four stars. Mm-hmm. Books that I liked and were well-written, I give five stars. Whoa. 
I've realized my personal ratings scale. Yeah. If a book is like not super well written, but I like demolish it, I can't give it five stars because mm. I'm like, I know that it's not like a good, good book. Yeah. I so get it's that. like, it's not necessarily how much I enjoy it, but I, it could take me forever to finish a book. Mm-hmm. But if I know it's well written and like, even if it took me a long time and I didn't even like it that much, I could give it four stars because I'm like, okay, I can appreciate how that is. Mm-hmm. And like what happened in it. You know, yeah, yeah, which is weird because then it's like books I really liked, even if they're horribly written, I give them four stars. And I guess horribly yeah. written is kind of like that's a stretch because they're to, like a published author. Exactly. Yeah. But I guess I get what compared you mean, to like books that feel like art, you yes. know? Yes. Anyway, definitely. Yeah, but that's how I rate books. Never a one or a two, three if I like didn't like it, four if it's like if I like really enjoyed it, and then mm-hmm. five if I enjoyed it and it was well written. I like that. Yeah. I don't have a system for mine. Just however you feel. Yeah. Kind of intuition. Mm-hmm. But I that makes complete sense. I feel like I give most books four stars. Because yes. it's like only five star worthy to me if I'm like would actively recommend it to anyone. Yes. And yeah. that's kind of my personal is like three kind of same with you. If yeah. I finished it and was kind of like, sure, that's fine. I'm not really thinking about it. Yes. Four, if I was like, yeah, that was a good book. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I finished it. And five, if I would recommend it to someone, yeah. which is I basically like, exactly what you said. Yes. No, literally. Yeah. I feel like we both, but it's like just different words. I four is my, given four any, is my default. I feel like. I feel like I have given like a one or two. I don't know. I would have to. Oh gosh. It's not showing. It's me. really. Yeah. It does not show you information like that. No. I feel like. Four stars is my default. Five, if it was like very well written and I really enjoyed it or had like very intense emotions. Mm-hmm. And then I do a step down if I like didn't like it yeah. as much. Yeah. My highest rated book that I read was I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. Mm-hmm. It has a 4.56 average rating. Mm-hmm. How about you? Mine was This Here Flesh by Cole Arthur Riley. It was like a spiritual Christian book. Um, it has a 4.73 average. But I, like, definitely less people have read that than Jeanette McCurdy's book. I loved yeah. Jeanette McCurdy's book so much. It was much. so good. That was, like... I gave that one five stars for sure. I feel like I did, too. I definitely read that in, like, two days. And, like, I don't read... Like I said, I don't read books that fast. Yeah. So that's amazing. That's the one I read in the yeah, I gave it five stars. coming back from... I was Europe. so impressed with her. I feel like we might have yeah. talked about this because I feel like I was reading it around the time we were still recording podcasts. But I was just... So surprised that she's actually a good writer because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of those celebrity memoirs you read it and you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome that you can write a book, but it's like, ugh, yeah. maybe you shouldn't have. But I was like, I'm glad you wrote this book. Yeah, no, it was so good. You're glad your mom died. I'm glad you wrote this book. Also, like the amount of like emotion, mm. like the whole time I was reading it, it was just like absolutely gripping. Like I was like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. And also, I mean, I do think it helps that I wasn't expecting much, like because you go into it yeah. being like, oh, I'm gonna read about some Nickelodeon drama, and it was like way more than that. Yeah. So I think it's like going into a book, your expectation determines how you feel about it. Like 100%. for you, I'm sure like it ends with us. You like going into it, you're like, oh my God, everyone talks about this book. Everyone has read this book. So it's like hard for it to like live up to that. Mm. But if you like go into a book, I mean, I guess you probably didn't think it'd be good. Cause I, I did not think it would be good. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Everyone likes something for a reason. Like, yeah, yeah. Good, Things are but... popular for a reason for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so here's what I think I'm going to do. I made a TikTok of the books that I read and what I rated them. 
And mm-hmm. so I'm just going to look at that and I like stacked them all up and I'm just going to talk about the five star books. How does that sound? Perfect. So I am just going to talk about the five star books that I read or we can just like take turns or whatever. But starting with romancy type books, <laughs> Funny You Should Ask by Alyssa Sussman. It's got like a pink and red cover and it's kind of like looks like cartoony if you are familiar. Um, it was very good. Honestly, now that I'm talking about it, I don't really remember that much about what happens but I read so it like a movie star over the summer. Yeah. Falls in love with a regular yeah. person. But it's like one of those where it's like something happened in the past. Mm-hmm. So they're flip-flopping between present and past. Gotcha. And you're like seeing what happened between them and why it like matters mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, those are interesting. I love when they play with perspective like that. Yeah. With time. Yes. No, it's so fun. That's like, that was the book I just read by Beth O'Leary is like mm-hmm. that, the road trip. But anyway. Um, it was really good. I gave it five stars because I like really enjoyed it and it was genuinely like, just felt like a good book. Mm -hmm. So that was the first one I gave five stars or I guess one of them. I don't know if it was the first one. It definitely wasn't the first one. I don't know why I lied. (laughs) What about you? What's a book you give five stars to? Crying in H Mart. I think I gave five stars to. Yes. I loved crying in H Mart and I would fully read it again. It was like a memoir that doesn't feel like a memoir. Mm -hmm. Um, just really good storytelling and like just you really fall in love with Michelle Zahner and it made me want to listen to her music too Mm -hmm. I don't really remember that much specifically about it but it's about her like losing her mom um and also like connecting with her her culture because she's from Korea um yeah five stars well (laughs) on that my the memoir that I gave five stars to was I'm glad my mom died which I already talked about so yes uh, apparently, I also gave The Four Agreements five stars. Oh, you did? I guess. I don't really remember it that much, to be honest. Um, but it did have good wisdom in it. So, yeah, that's another one. I'm trying to like do it by category. So I guess that would be the only um, nonfiction book that I gave five stars to. Normally, I give nonfiction four stars because mm-hmm. I like find it interesting and like get a lot out of the books that I read that are nonfiction. Yeah. But I very rarely am like absolutely blown away by a nonfiction yeah. book. Like I don't like gobble it up. And like gobble. that's not necessarily <laughs> the goal for nonfiction because I feel like you sometimes get more out of them if you like space it over time. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So those are the two nonfiction that I read that I gave five stars to. Nice. Yeah. Were there any other nonfiction books you remember giving five stars to or like really liking? Yeah, um, well, it's hard, like, nonfiction, would that include Christian books? Those are kind of more, like, like theology, but self-helpy in a way. Yeah, sure, talk about Uh, that. Well, one nonfiction book I read was Attached, which was about attachment theory. I listened to it on an audiobook, and it was really good. It got kind of, oh. (laughs) Just give it, you gave it three stars. Oh, I accidentally deleted my review just, you just now. Did, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't care enough to add it back. I don't know. That's like the only nonfiction book that I really read, other than the Christian the books that I read. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really have that much to say about it, but it was interesting to learn and like be able to identify the attachment style that I have and see the patterns that I've had in relationships. So mm-hmm. I think it was worth reading it probably could have been a lot shorter it got really repetitive and it was also like trying to be applicable like give you exercises to do yes. and at a certain point i was like no no i refuse to do exercises I thank you though that. no yeah all right you pick the genre now Ooh, genre picker 
What else is there? I don't know. <laughs> what else is there? Look at the other books that you really liked. And what genre are they? They're like all fiction. Yeah, mm-hmm. so fiction. Perfect. We haven't okay. fiction yet. Fiction. I feel like I talked about this in one of the other podcasts, but I read this book of short stories. Oh, okay. I guess that's something that I could talk about. I feel like this year I started to read more books of short stories, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. I just love that every chapter you're getting a completely different story. Like it's not, that's not a crazy concept, but I don't know. I think that keeps it, I don't know. It's like so fun to figure out what's going on. I love that. It's like watching a TV show instead of watching. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. Cause that still follows the same, whatever. Next. Uh, anyways. Yeah. So <laughs> I read this book called someone who will love you in all your damaged glory. Um, and it was written by the creator of Bojack Horseman, which I haven't watched, but I do intend to watch eventually. And it was just really creative. I don't even have a lot of good words to describe it, but just the whole time, every story, I'm like, how did someone come up with this? Because I feel like I could not. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I gave it five stars and I really liked it and I would recommend it. All right, it's time for me to talk about my YA series (laughs) that I get obsessed with. All right, it's time. Starting off with The Inheritance Games. So I read this one in January of last year. So it's been over a year since I read it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's about this girl who basically inherits a billionaire's games. fortune. What? She inherits games. <sighs> Sorry. So she continue. inherits this billionaire's fortune, but he has like th- four grandsons. And so she is like kind of the same age as them. So she like goes to where they live in this like huge mansion. Mm-hmm. And then she basically just gets like, adopted into their family in a way but they all kind of hate her because she like got his fortune Mm -hmm. but he was super into like riddles and games and secrets so every saturday the kids would like have to solve these riddles and then one day he like dies and they're like what the heck and then he gives all this money to this girl and they're like hold on like where's my inheritance and so it's like they have to do all these riddles and stuff that he put in place before he died for when he died and Mm -hmm. they have to kind of figure out why he chose her and there's all these like weird connections with the family members and everything. And it's just like a great, fast-paced mystery that's got a hint of romance. <laughs> it's YA, so it's like very easy to digest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it was just like very good. And it was a trilogy, but only two of the books had come out when I first read it. So then the final book came out in like October. And so I read it, or maybe August. And so I read it, whatever, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was so good. It was like very twisty and turny. And it definitely, once you got to the third book, there was like a lot to keep track of. So mm-hmm. I almost wish I had reread the first two before I read the final one, because it was just like, I was like, wait, I don't even remember who this person is that they're like talking about. Yeah. Um, but there, cause there was like a lot going on, but I personally like when there's a lot going on. Cause I feel like it just keeps it interesting. And it's like, oh, there's all these characters, like which one of them is connected to what. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's more interesting, but it is kind of a lot to follow. But mm-hmm. that it was like, I read the first book in a day. And then the next day I went to Barnes & Noble as soon as it opened. And I got the second book and read the second book in a day. You went to Barnes & Noble as soon as Barnes yes, & Noble opened? Yes, at 10 o'clock. Yes, because I read the last one and finished it at like midnight. And so then I had to go the next morning and get the second one. Oof. Um, I know you would never get a Kindle, but I'm saying that's why Kindles. I, it's not that I would never get a Kindle. I just prefer physical books. Yeah. But anyway, um... Yeah, so the Inheritance Games trilogy by Jennifer Lynn Barnes, literally incredible. I wish they would turn it into a TV show. Mm. It It has a pretty big audience, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. It could feasibly be turned into one. Yeah, but okay. 
going to the next YA mystery mm-hmm. series. Sure. Truly devious. Truly um, devious. Is, I think there's four books. The fifth book actually may have come out by now, so I need to check on that. But there is going to be five books in the series, and it was originally supposed to be a trilogy, but then it was like had a lot of like popularity, so they made another book. But that one was so good. It's about this girl who goes to boarding school in Vermont, and there's like secrets and stuff happens whatever it's like mystery murder mystery vibes Mm -hmm. um dark academia vibes it takes place in like fall in vermont so it's like you realize oh it's so good and i read it in like november too so like the perfect time of year to read it Mm -hmm. and that was one where i literally read the first book and then i went to the library and got the second and third book and i knew i would need to read them right away so i like literally got all of them at the same time (laughs) and then read all of them i think probably in a week and there was four of them yeah. So that shows, that. and that was during a school week. So that shows you how invested I was because I literally come home from work and then immediately start reading. So, yeah, yeah Truly Devious by Maureen Johnson. Incredible series. So good. Again, like a lot happening, a lot of characters, very twisty turny, but like, ugh, so good. I love, <laughs> I love a good YA series. I love, because I love like getting invested in the characters, you know? Mm. Like, I do love a standalone book, obviously, but. There's just something that hits different when you already know who everybody is mm-hmm. and you get to like keep following them through like different conundrums. <laughs> oh, so good. Okay, there's my there's my YA series. Fun. So box. Your turn. Oh. I don't have that many Nothing other else. I don't know. I try to read a lot of the like hot girl TikTok books that are like yeah. I don't know. And I don't always like them. Yeah. But like what? Um to name a few boy parts really didn't like that one. I mean it, it was like I wanted to finish it but I was like I don't really like this. Mm-hmm. Luster is another one by Raven Leilani. I actually really liked that one. I gave that 5 stars. But like a lot of them are just confusing and I'm like am I dumb or is this just confusing okay that's how I feel about a lot of books too not a lot of books some books I read and I'm like does this is this supposed to like not really make sense right and I've been reading a lot of books that I genuinely I think that is the point yeah but it's not it's not very enjoyable sometimes like what no one is talking about this how many did I rate that Four. Okay. I'm impressed by the writing because I can tell it's like good writing, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, I wish I wasn't so confused and I wish I didn't feel so dumb. Mm-hmm. Actually, one hot girl book that I read, also to define hot girl book, I don't know if this is like a common phrase, but it's basically just like books that people would define as like, oh, if you're a hot girl, you would read this. Like if you're a hot intelligent girl it's like i don't i don't really know i wouldn't i don't think it. it has anything to do with being hot like in the sense of explaining it to people right on tiktok that's what it'd be called i think it's literally just literary fiction yeah like that's what i feel like the <laughs> genre of it is it's just literary fiction. it's like yeah books that are well written yeah but it's like oh like you're a hot intelligent like literally intelligent i guess smart whatever yeah yeah. If you read th- so the those are the ones that like explode on TikTok and it's like oh hot girls read these books and it's just like <laughs> okay so it's just like well written fiction books yeah and in my opinion all the ones I've read that I've gotten recommendations like that I haven't liked that much yeah you don't like them no I know you, you just don't. said you don't like them either though that's not true I haven't no I do like them it just it, it makes you feel dumb 
Some some of them do. Some of them don't. One that did not make me feel dumb is The Idiot. <laughs> which is funny. <laughs> I love that book and I have the sequel and I'm really excited to read it. I haven't gotten around to it yet. But the the problem with having the Kindle thing is that like since my holds are always like becoming available, it's like I never have time to just read the books that I have actually bought physical copies of. Yeah. So I have so many on my bookshelf that I I've bought and I really do want to read them eventually. I don't know when I'm going to get to them. That's yes, the thing. Okay. Anyways. Yeah. I don't really have that many other ones to talk about. Okay. I think I've touched on the ones I care about. We're also at 46 minutes. Okay. I'm going to, I have like seven <laughs> more to talk about, but I'll Are go you quick. for real right now? Okay. So more for YA. Do or, we, are you going to do all of them? I'm going to talk quickly. If you okay. stop interrupting me. YA. Orbiting Jupiter. Really short. Really sad really good. I read it in one sitting in like an hour and a half and I was like bawling my eyes out. Mm. Aristotle and Dante discover the waters of the world. That's the sequel to Aristotle and Dante discover the secrets of the universe. <laughs> and those it's about like two boys that were friends in their youth and it becomes something more. That's the whole thing in the book. Anyway, very good. Very well written. I feel like it really encapsulated like, I mean, I'm, I'm not, a, I didn't grow up as a boy, so I don't know, but it felt like it really showed how they grew between the first and second book. Cause the first one, they're like 15 or something. So it's like very like young boy thought processes and it was written that way, but then they grew up a couple years later and then it, the sequel like really seemed to be more intellectual and like you could tell the things they were thinking about as they were growing up. So it was very interesting. Okay, another YA. Better Than the Movies is a romance by Lynn Painter. Literally the cutest YA romance I've ever read. It was so, so fun to read and so beautiful. Um, romances, Book Lovers by Emily Henry. I love Emily Henry. Beach Read and People We Meet on Vacation are so good. And Book Lovers just came out this year and it is no exception. Um, I love Emily Henry. It was amazing. Alone With You in the Ether is written by Olive Blake. And it's a romance, but it was like beautifully written. Like it felt like I was reading artwork because of the way that she writes amazing i would definitely recommend it and that same author wrote the atlas six which is like a science fictiony book um that one is like probably one of my top five books for the year so good the atlas six definitely read it the sequel just came out so i still need to read that um but definitely like top top couple books of the year um and then if we're villains by ml rio such an amazing book so so interesting it's about this like group of theater majors at a college a very small college and then there's a murder and then it's like goes back and forth between the guy who just got released from jail for the murder and then what actually happened and he's kind of like telling the story to the detective and it's just like so so interesting so well written the character development was amazing it was about like shakespeare kind of so there's a lot of like parallel stories that apparently are Shakespeare based. I don't really know that much about Shakespeare. I'm sure if you did, it would be like even better than I thought it was, but I didn't know anything about Shakespeare and it's still really good. Um, yeah. How, how long did that take me? Are you mad at me? It took me four minutes, right? It took like three minutes. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Anyway. Okay. That's no, my No, I'm books. not mad. You seem mad. I know. It's okay. That's all my books. I tried to go fast. <laughs> That's that. I don't think I have a favorite book of the year. Mm. I think the last like three that I talked about, The Atlas Six and If We Were Villains, those definitely stood up. Yeah. Stood out as like top tier because I don't know. You've oh. recommended Atlas Six to me. Yeah, I think Haley has it right now. I was about to say. 
that's why I haven't read it. But well, but there are like a few people. I think like three people I've recommended if we were villains to, and they've said it's very good. Mm. Nicole, Shruti, and, like, and Sabrina. No, Ethan and Jarrett. Did I recommend it to them? I think you did. Oh well. Or wait, maybe Nicole recommended if we were villains to. You. Oh yeah, she yeah she did, yeah. But yeah, but two I think of my friends who are like Shruti. kind of pretentious readers said it was really good. So. <laughs> I think it was them. Actually, maybe Jared didn't read it. Mm. Maybe neither of them read it. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> don't tell me if I'm wrong because I don't want to be proven You're not wrong. ready for that information. No, I'm not. So anyway, <laughs> whew, good reads wrapped. <laughs> that was a lot, but it was really fun. We made it. I feel good. I feel happy. I'm glad. It was nice to have those statistics. Yeah. I wish they gave us more, but that's okay. Yeah. I want to do better this year about like keeping track of my books. Like I want to almost do it in like a Google sheet or like a Google forum. Like mm. every time I read a book, like just log all the information about it. Yeah. Cause then I could sort it. <gasps> Wait, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> Make a Google form for all my books that I read. And then I can put it into a sheet and then mm. you can sort it by whatever you want to sort it by. Okay. Like you could sort it by genre. You could, okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. I love and it. And then I have so much, so many statistics, statistics, so many statistics to share for next year. Of course. And you could do it too. I could if you give me a template. Exactly. Perfect. And then we'll both have statistics for next year. Ugh. We're shaking on it again. Shaking on it. What did we shake on before? I don't know. I forgot. Okay. Well, I think that's it. I think this is making me excited to podcast again, <laughs> but I always say that and then we don't podcast for months. So we'll see if we stick with it this year. I want to get more guests. Yeah. I love having guests yeah. on the pod. Yeah. Anytime people visit, they yeah. can be a guest. Your birthday weekend. Oh my God. We just record podcasts all day. That would actually be really fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I was remembering that I actually love doing stuff like this. Like journalistic things. Hmm? Not not this, what we're doing right now, but like interviewing people. I love, oh, yeah. it's I so love doing stuff like that. Like that was my favorite part of working at the gym was when I could just make a dumb video of like asking someone about their experience in group exercise classes. Yeah. So fun. No, having just people asking questions is like one of the best, Truly. some of the best episodes. Cause it just adds like such an interesting perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And you can just talk so long without even realizing it. Cause mm-hmm. you're like having a new conversation. Right. With like new perspective on stuff, new input. Cause unfortunately you and I do kind of know everything about each other and yeah. each other's lives. Pretty much. There's not too much new to bring to the table. It's like we're both trying to be active listeners, but we're like, well, and I, I am, of course, being an active, but I'm also like, I have heard this and you've also heard everything that I say ever. So yeah. Yeah. That being said, that being said, thanks for listening. Sure. You should comment on our Instagram, follow our Instagram at gone with the windies. You should subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating and a review. If you like the podcast so we can get more listeners this would be really cool if we could get advertisements and then we could make money off of it. Oh my gosh. Because we both need extra money. So give us a rating and review so we can support ourselves financially. Um, And also just so we can like smile when we read your review, that will make us happy. But anyway, make us smile, make us smile, please. You can email us at (laughs) gone with the windies at gmail.com. If you have show requests, if you want to be a guest on the show, Please reach then out. we'll absolutely make it happen. Let us know. By all means. Um, if you have stories to tell us that you want us to read on the podcast, I don't know. We don't have enough listeners to like do no. story episodes, <laughs> but if you have anything you want to say, if you want to just write us a note, you can do it there. Go for um, it. But yeah, that's all. 
And thanks for listening. And I hope you are happily gone, gone with, with the Windies. windies.